0: Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? I am doing pretty fantastic this week. Lots of good things happening to me this week. So, um, so many things. I don't know how many to say. Um, we just had my daughter turn three weeks old and we had family photos today. Nice. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Get everyone smiling in one photo. Yeah. It took like two hours, but you know, there we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big photo fan, but we made it through. It's all good. Yeah. And, uh, consulting's going really well and, uh, yeah, lots of updates on products on that maybe we can uh, get to a little later. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. How, uh, how are things with you?
1: Uh, good. You know, I thought spring was here, but you know, it got cold again this week. Not sure if it's same, same for you.
0: Yes. We got snow,
1: ah, uh, yeah. We didn't get quite get snow, but it did, did get cold enough to put the heavier jacket on for the dog walks. But, um, but last week was pretty cool. I had, uh, we got our so if listeners recall, like referral rock was and was all remote before even COVID stuff, so um there's there's still there were still for a long time a good number of team members I've never met in person but um but yeah we got the it was spring break here uh we I flew in my product manager who I've worked with for over a year um he came into town so we got to work in real life uh (laughs) for a couple days and then we also had a there's a couple other product people that are like on the product team, development wise and otherwise, like our we're in town as well. So it only took us to getting two other people in to have the whole product team together. So there were six of us. Um, got to meet like our QA engineer, Tira, who has been with us for three, four years or so. Um, yeah. Never met her in person. So she came to town. And one of the other developers that I never met in person that's worked with us for a little over a year as well um, drove down. So had a little team event. It was surreal and weird at the same time (laughs) and like that weird internet friend thing where you're familiar but you're not like Mm -hmm. in front of people so
0: yeah yeah that's crazy that must have been that must have been really neat because like when you're behind a screen you don't realize like how tall people are or like what sort of mannerisms they have quite as much
1: yeah yeah the 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 other developer i met in person he was taller than i would have would have thought at first um and yeah, we we played top golf. We did. Do you guys have top golf there?
0: I think we do, but I'm not sure what it is.
1: Okay. It's like a golf range, but it's like definitely juiced up for like, what is, what is by today's more fun standards. So it's like, you can get beer there, you can get food. So you have like this table where you mm. and the golf thing, but then the golf thing is like electronic, like okay. you're on a real driving range but they have all these targets and the balls Mm. have have like bluetooth or some sort of chip in them and so
0: Mm.
1: like you you have to put yourself in on a screen like bowling you know how Mm. you'll have a name okay yeah yeah and then you hit the button and a ball pops out so it, it codes it and it knows this ball will be yours and you hit it and there's these targets that are kind of like Literally like kind of like, you know, uh, the center point is the most amount of points as it spreads mm-hmm. out and there's like maybe yeah. five or six targets across the course yeah. and you get different points for it. So you don't, you can, you don't have to know which points you're going to, but you just kind of hit them. Mm. I'm sure there's more advanced games where you'd be like everyone try to aim for like spot number one or whatever, but we just, yeah. so it's pretty neat. It scores it. So it makes it a little social and fun, even if you're not like serious about golf. So,
0: yeah, yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's really cool.
1: So, yeah, so it's
0: like the, the new version of bowling.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, and uh, except there's no bumpers, you know, there's no yeah. uh, that type of thing. But then afterwards, everyone came over uh, back to my house and uh, I smoked a brisket the night before. So we all just kind of hung out, had beers. You know, there were a nice amount of us. Like I said, there were mm-hmm. six of us. So kind of yeah. just had a, a nice afternoon with some lawn games and beer and, and some yeah.
0: smoked food. So so do you feel like the do you feel like it was a success? Like do you feel like you're closer with your team or that you like kind of gelled on uh, some of the things you were hoping to? Yeah, I think so. I
1: mean, I think the point was to get just yeah, just get that other. Keep using this word like connective tissue between people, right? Like just mm. other, uh, and I think it, it 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 definitely did. What's funny is in where I'm at, like I don't work as much with all of them day to day anymore, right? So um, I'm in maybe like a few meetings with them like a month. Um, but I am interacting, but not, not as directly anymore since like the tech lead is really more of the, the manager of the developers in the QA. I work a lot with the product manager, but the product manager works with all of them. So, um, I was just more interested in seeing them all interact too. Right. And also, yeah. so I think that, that, that was accomplished. A couple of them got together. Like one of the guys came into town early and they got together the, the day before. Um, and so there was other people that were kind of making other little arrangements and things, but it was good. I think it was overall nice, nice to have everyone just see each other in real life. So we're yeah, not, yeah. We're not just uh, fake internet friends, you know, Thank <laughs>
0: you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We're still fake internet friends. We gotta, uh, we gotta meet up one of these days.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. So uh, today's topic, um, I, can, I think I kind of sent over a couple of things. Uh, did you have anything uh, in particular you wanted to dive into first? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you're you talking about a magazine ad, which I think is pretty interesting because I've never done any sort of print ads or anything. So why don't you talk us through about what you're you're doing with this product Sonar magazine ad thing?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'd love to get some feedback on that. Like, I think we need to do some brainstorming or something. Um, so basically I've been working with, uh, this, this one customer association, um, that has, um, basically the most reach in my target market. So they are all of Western Canada. Um, and that makes up the bulk of the, the potential customers that I see for product Sonar and, um, they issue a, um, I believe it's quarterly, uh, magazine and that's kind mm-hmm. of their primary way of connecting with their users. And in there they are selling uh full page uh print ads. And so that seems to be the best way for me to reach their their people. And what so What do they
1: call them? Just members mm-hmm. or constituents or whatever? <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're called members. I, I'm not sure exactly what the term is for it. Yeah. Um, but I think tracking, tracking back real quick, you are working with,
1: is this one of the same ones you're working with too? Like you, you're talking about working with two rival, two rival Mm -hmm. gangs, (laughs) (laughs) trade organizations in Canada, right? So
0: yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so like, I'm trying to, um, I need to figure out what to ask for at our next meeting, uh, because Mm -hmm. they do want to promote me. And so one of the things I'm kind of working up as a option would be a, a full page magazine ad. And if they oh, don't okay. go for it, then you know maybe I have to buy it or something like that. I don't know. Um, you might you might do it anyway, like just
1: even mm-hmm. if they.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so I was kind of looking through that, and I was like, "This is kind of scary, right? Like with print ads, it's like it's kind of like you get one shot, right? Like you're you pay your money and you get one one time to put that ad in and see whether it works or it doesn't. It's not right. like Facebook ads where you can kind of pause or." You know, take right. it an AB, AB and AB test, Yeah, yeah. 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 So I was trying to think through like what, what do I even say on this? Like, how do I where do I even start with this? Like I've mm-hmm. got a I've got a presentation that has gotten me this far with product sonar. Like people, whenever they see it, once once I've gone through my 20 minutes spiel, um, they're like, Oh yes, this is awesome. We need this. So I know that the I've got at least some of this down pat. But I'm just wondering, like, how to condense it, how to convey it, all of those kinds of things. Um, and, yeah, wondering if we we could, like, maybe talk through some of the different ideas for that.
1: Sure, sure. So my, my first thought on it is, I don't know if you want to, how, how long was this presentation you had? Like... 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I don't think you can condense that into an ad. <laughs> And I don't think you should, right? Like, I think you almost like have to think about, you you know, you're having someone flipping through this, ad, through this magazine, right? They're not like mm-hmm. reading everything. And in my mind, what you want to do is just capture their attention hmm. and then bring them to your site, right? Like, so what can you do if like your, your one job there is to like get enough intrigue and curiosity like you almost don't want to tell them too much because then it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, well that's what it is. Right. Like you want to, if anything, it's just more about how can you build up as much intrigue and also then how do you get them to your site? So like a QR code, mm-hmm. right. And like the website link or whatever. And maybe it's like a special offer or something like that. Cause you gotta like hook them and why am I going to do this? But it's, I would say it's like 90% curiosity and just like even just like okay well let me check this out what what is this this sounds really really intriguing so you got to think of like what is the most compelling how can you agitate a problem how can you just like just make it so just like I just need to know right like like the end <laughs> of a, like the end of a series episode where they basically draw you in to watch the next episode like how can yeah. you leave them hanging, but not so much that it's just like annoying and just clearly like, feels clearly feels like they're taken advantage of. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's somewhere in there, I feel like, but a lot of it is a lot less than a lot less explaining, a lot less like comparison, a lot less tactical, because they're mm-hmm. not, they're in that stage of awareness where they, they don't know. So it's almost like, what is the simplest way you get them to just go? Wait, wait what is that? <laughs>
0: But I guess like what I find tricky is I don't completely know what that thing is yet. Okay. Like I don't, um, I don't really know what to dangle. Um, like maybe I could just go through like the points that I have. Like I've got probably six six points that I that like if I put like the highest level points that I do in that presentation. Okay. Um, maybe if I read those out to you, maybe you can kind of maybe you can have some some thoughts on sure. that. sure sure. So first point is pricing is based on market value. They, everyone knows that, but they don't, they don't think about that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, your method is bad because it's too slow. It's too expensive and it's too limited. It doesn't check everything. Product sonar is better because it's less expensive. There's no delays and we check everything and we support your local association Mm -hmm. and you get a deal. That's, that's the really high level. And it seems to me that like the, the arc of that story, uh, it kind of ends with the last little bit of product owner does all these things better. That's when it seems to like come alive for them. Okay. Um, so I don't know how to, I don't know what of the things before that is really getting to them, I guess. I mean, it sounds
1: to me if I'm to paraphrase as much as possible, as much as like I was saying, try to agitate the problem is like, your pricing is wrong. You just don't know how wrong it is, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you're leaving money on the table. I mean, it's like a fear. You got to, it's got to cause an emotion of fear. Like I'm losing out, right? Like,
0: yeah, but I think these people are kind of different than you and I,
1: like, well, maybe it's not uh, the one. Maybe it's just your, your, your pricing is wrong. So it's just like, it'll agitate from a standpoint of like, okay, maybe I don't care if I'm leaving money on the table, but I'm not doing this right. What do you mean? I'm not doing this Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think like these people already, they already buy market reports for things that they buy. So like if right. they, like it's a hardware store, right? So they buy lumber in bulk. They, yeah. they get a report. They pay for reports that tell them what the market value of lumber it's is. It's wrong, right? Well, the, that's, <laughs> on the, that's on the buying side. <laughs> okay. But,
1: okay. No, that, I got that's you. on the buying All side.
0: Right. That's, okay. I'm not dealing with that part. Yeah, I'm yeah, dealing yeah. on the selling All side. Right. Yeah. Um And so, like they are used to the concept of paying for this, and the concept that um, if they they don't have the latest information, they could be losing. But these also aren't people who are like hyper optimizing. They're like you know the happy store clerk that just doesn't want to lose a lot of money. Um, they're they're like that kind of person. Okay. And so I okay. Don't, I mean, I,
1: are they? But is that going? So here's the thing: is this magazine going to the clerk?
0: No, but I'm saying the owner person. It's going to the owner person,
1: right? So that's who you're talking to, right? Who's flipping mm-hmm. through the magazine? Whose eyeballs do you have?
0: It's the owner, and that's like right. exactly who I want. Yeah,
1: right. But isn't the owner going to be like you say? Like they they are going to probably be more hyper optim or want to make sure their pricing is right?
0: No, they do want to know that their pricing is right, but they don't care as much as you. I think you or I would, right? If you or I were yeah. were running a hardware store. I feel like we would be talking every day about strategies and like what, you know, what consumers are thinking and like all of that stuff. But these guys, from what I can tell, they are more like, I just want to make sure that my pricing is reasonable, that I'm not like leaving like lots of money on the table. And like, I want to make sure that I'm buying stuff for a good deal. um, And so I can have happy customers and everybody comes to me. It's, it doesn't feel like they care as much and that's where I'm kind of struggling. I'm like, okay, what, you know, what do I do? Hmm.
1: I, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I buy that they don't care about, like you, the, even the words you were saying is like, they want to have, you know, they want to keep happy customers, but it's like, and there's a balance there right between essentially like, it's not necessarily maximizing their pricing, but it's also like just making sure they don't want to, they want to be fair. Right. So, I mean, if that really is their thing, like I want fair consi- I want, you know, just basically your, your, your pricing isn't fair then. <laughs> right. Again, like yeah. whatever you, So, So what is the, like you, the words you were using to describe them, it's almost, you want to say it's not that. Right, so whatever they're striving for, like right? it's like mm-hmm. I want it to be fair. I want my I want my customers to think your pricing is fair. It's just like yeah, you know, like your pricing isn't as fair as you think it is. Oh, well, oh my, why not? How, right, so maybe it's that. Like it's a it's a, a word play on that, but like it doesn't have to be these words. But whatever you feel like that is the core driver. Yeah. For that's, them well, and and their emotion around the pricing. So if it is truly like I want to make sure it's a fair deal, like if that mm-hmm. truly is their thing, not like I'm maximizing my revenue or I'm optimizing time for my employee, whatever that feeling is, that's the one you 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 agitate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think you're right because it's like your pricing isn't as good as you think it is. I guess like i do not I don't know that everyone would go for fair, but I think everyone would go for good. Like sure whatever
1: the it, word is, right? you like, it's yeah. like, good, or maybe is it's not as good for your cut or your customers may not think it's as fair or whatever. Maybe you have to flip it or add some other descriptors or words, like put the words in their mouth. Like if they, if you were to ask them, like, how do you feel about your pricing? What is your, that'd be a good question. What is your pricing philosophy is you should ask mm-hmm. them and how, what words they describe, like mm-hmm. start to think of those and flip them around.
0: But actually, what's really what's really telling with that though is they often don't have a philosophy, like they don't have an overarching strategy right. um, that they can articulate. It mostly comes down to my price compared to my competitors um, right. and my price compared to what I bought it for. And then there's a little bit of boundaries in there, but like it's very, it isn't, it isn't very deep.
1: Okay. Well, that. Well, those words too. So, what if it's like your pricing isn't as competitive as you think it is?
0: Yeah, but that's yeah, that gets to be tricky though because competitive sounds like a race to the bottom, and everyone is very scared of a race to the bottom because they all hate big they all hate big box, and they are afraid that big box (laughs) is going to take over the world, (laughs) Uh, which is very interesting. But so, your pricing isn't as good as you think. I think that's a really good kind of lead in. but, and I, I wonder, like I've seen other people in their ads kind of do like, um, they have some sort of a caricature that like, you know, shows that like, you know, there's, you know, monsters in your closet or like that kind of thing that are like trying to mess with you or mess this up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does, does, does things like that make sense? Or does like, should I go more like the, just the professional approach of just like, you know, happy people and, you know, big warehouses or something?
1: in terms of like the imagery.
0: Yeah. Or just well, like, I think we
1: have to whatever. I think it just has to match the messaging. So like, I think we got to get the core messaging and emotion down first. So whatever. Okay. So even if, I liked how, you know, so I was dipping into that other one about philosophy. Like they mm-hmm. don't have a buyer that, and it's all. What if it's something along those lines? Like that's why I say like it, what if it's like, you know, you don't have a you don't have a pricing philosophy and like here's why you need one do you know what I mean like mm. I don't know if that's it but yeah I, I think, think that's... you 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 have to, after that but you everything has to surround around whatever you're doing to get that emotion and then the imagery matches that then that you have the image match the messaging or have mm. the image exacerbate more of the messaging that you can't you know that's yeah. more like that you can visually describe to go along with it. So if they're confused about it, so that's where you could use that to offset, even if saying something like your pricing isn't as competitive, Mm -hmm. but then it's not about the race to the bottom. And then it's just like, maybe it is a big box store in the image. Right. And it's like, it's like you're against them, not against like, so it's like that is not a race to the bottom, but it's just like the big box monster, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it's something that'll hit them. And, so they might just visually see the big box monster and then read the message or they'll read the message in that. Like, so they work together and you can use that to like explain the words. So even if you're using more words, like we said, like, uh, your price is not as competitive or what were some of the other ones we said, or like pricing philosophy, yeah, but, or not as, but not as good just for me is very bland, but you can use something more powerful, but then you can you can mute it and you can sort of like smooth it out with the imagery, right? So even if like your brain was going to competitive means race to the bottom, but you use an image to not have them associate as a race to the bottom, like
0: to offset it. Right, right. Yeah, like you have like a graph going up and to the right and it's like, oh no, I'm actually going to win on this. Right, or it's like pictures of happy
1: customers, right? Like to balance it out about like your pricing's not right, but it's like, you know- And it's like you have customers that, you know, it's like you could do that before and after. Your pricing's not right. And it's like before, and you have customers kind of like very inquisitively looking. And then Mm -hmm. on the other side is after, it's just like, like that's spot on or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, don't don't just take the literal words, but that's where the images could help paint the picture you're trying to paint, but still Mm -hmm. using the words to agitate them.
0: Yeah. And I guess like I was kind of thinking of like the core message with the, like we got like the pricing not being as competitive or whatever. Um, but I wonder about the side of like that you're wasting lots of time on this. Like you're, you're doing this the bad way um, mm-hmm. kind of side of it. Like, does that even make sense or is that kind of like after they've figured out that their pricing is bad, then we can talk about how you're doing it.
1: I think that is like a small print thing. Cause it's like, you, and we have to this is obviously a challenge for any business because the way even i look at referral rockers like oh but there's this benefit there's this benefit there's all these things mm-hmm. but you can't say it all because then you're saying like Too nothing, much. right yeah so i think that could be in the in the finer print because uh the first thing is like okay you get them fired up about the problem and then it's like okay nate what's the solution right and then it's like oh we can do this. Oh, and it does it faster. And it do, th- I think those are like residual benefits. Once it's like, I know it's a problem, because then it's like, oh, but this is going to take me more time. No, it's not. It's actually going to save you time, right? But yeah, yeah. if everyone was complaining about how long it took, if that's mm-hmm. the biggest pain, if everyone was doing their stuff right already, mm-hmm. but it just takes them a long time, that's the agitation, but it doesn't sound like this is that's the agitation, right? The, if it no. was, then you you could lead with that and just say, oh, and the byproduct of that is you're doing it better and more accurately and more consistently with happy customers, right? That's like the end, the the smoothing out at the bottom, but it sounds right. like your other part of like, oh, and by the way, if you use number, it also saves you time. Here's like the other residual, like, and it's healthy for you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, type of thing.
0: But that's, that's so interesting because it's so like to think about the problem that way is so counterintuitive to me because, um, I've built this, I've built this like machine and the whole point of the machine is to do this, this job more efficiently. And I'm trying to sell, you need to do the job as opposed to saying, you need, you need to use my machine. That's so efficient to do the job.
1: Right now it, it totally is. Cause I think we all think, especially as like more engineering and these we're we're thinking of, it's kind of that feature first. We're thinking of the features first. We're thinking of like the, those, those pieces and cause our head is so far into those. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of the fun part to solve is the solution. Um, But we see this too. And, and if you look at anyone, it's like, there's probably a 90% chance. Most of the businesses out there, like that they're, you know, you probably heard this before, but their biggest competitor is actually doing nothing, right? It's actually doing nothing or doing it manually and inefficiently, right? So yeah. it's like your biggest competitors are spreadsheets or whatever and things like that. But it's the same thing with referral rock, like all our biggest ones are that they're gonna decide to just not want run one at all, right?
0: Right. Yeah, like there, so it's not the, that they're Most of the time
1: Yeah. We're spending more we have to spend more time just like just getting them enough potential energy that they are, that ours is like, Hey, you're leaving referrals on the table. Cause you're not, you're not, you know, it, it is more of a FOMO or it is like, Hey, those, that ad spend could, you could stretch those dollars farther <laughs> because of, you know, by, by paying your customers to help refer or whatever, all that type yeah. of stuff. It's more about them doing nothing and convincing <laughs> them that there is, nothing, there's worse there's cheese down that tunnel, right? Like, like, (laughs) so we have to agitate similarly, like make it, make it very much like a, you're missing out type of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so maybe to circle back to this messaging, we've got kind of a a first line. Um, and I think we could probably get like, I don't know, maybe three, three sentences, maybe if we want to say them to say boldly, and then there might be some room for some fine print. Um, do you think that I, I, th- I think I sent you a copy of the the magazine. Does that seem like too much for that? Or does that seem kind of reasonable?
1: Uh, let me see the magazine thing.
0: This is just like for everyone listening. This is just like a standard, uh, um, magazine size. Like you might get at like a doctor's office or something like that.
1: Yeah. Like, I think, I think that's fine. Like I'm looking at some of these other ones, like the windows and, What's funny is there's, there's a lot of these are brand ones. Like the ad, the ads that are in here, Mm. they're not really as performance driven, but I think that's okay for these because it's like, there's like roofing shingles in here. Right. (laughs) And there's like windows. So they're really more of like, Hey, don't forget this brand exists. Right. It's not, they don't have to sell you like you. Yours is a different sale. They don't, you don't have to tell them, Hey, you need roof shingles. It's like, yeah, duh. Of course we
0: need roof shingles. Like that's what
1: we sell. But Oh, it's good to know you guys are making some new products. Cool, like yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think you're right. It's like a, it's probably a, a couple lines for that agitation. Um, yeah, some imaging to match, some some details, right? Like some minor mm-hmm. details, but you're probably like three bullet points on the details, and then okay, now what do I do? QR code, go to the website, find out more, get your coupon. So. Have you heard the term like hook, line and sinker for like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard that.
0: Yeah. I've heard that phrase, but I'm not sure what it means in the marketing sense.
1: So yeah. So from a marketing sense, it's like hook is that agitation. It's like, what am I doing to grab their attention? Mm -hmm. You know? um, And line is like, okay, now what is it? Right? Like, okay. All right. All right. You got me. Like, I'm interested. What, what are you talking about? Is this and here's the other things that are obvious to us? It's software, so (laughs) you probably should. That line should probably be in the line area, like software that saves you time. You know, gets scans, scans other market things. You don't have to go. I said I know you had some things about the SKUs. You don't have to give them any of those details. They don't care (laughs) at this point, right? (laughs) It is the what is it? What it literally is. If I was to explain it to my friend in three lines, right?
0: Gotcha. Education.
1: Right, agitation of like why I should care, (laughs) that hook. And then there's the three lines. And then the sinker is like, okay, now what do I do? So it's just like, scan this code and get like X percent off your first month or whatever. And that's like, scan this code, uh, Mm. go to this page. But then you could also, with the QR code, you can have them go specifically to a page and it could be slash offer so you can actually track the results, right? So if they go to offer... Then Mm -hmm. you know that it came from the magazine and you could put a specific code. So they go to a specific landing page. So then, you know, at least know, hey, I got like 10 hits from that site. And then that landing page can have more details. It can have like Mm -hmm. bridge the gap from there. Still can repeat some of the stuff, but then has more details because they might go to there and they're like, why did I go there? (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) so they
1: overlap in a recap of like what was there plus more details plus what is it, you know, potentially what is it going to cost? has it compared to existing solutions. Now you've got them and now you have more of their attention. And that's like, so that's how I would probably put those two together.
0: Mm -hmm. I was thinking like for the landing page, I was wondering if um, it would even make sense to try and do some of that a little more manually, like try and get them on a call or something like that. I'm not sure how well that would work, but it might be good for at least getting feedback from these people. Um. Rather yeah. than trying to ask for like, you know, sign up for a free trial or something. I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, you I mean, this would be more to your audience of like what if those people are the type of people that would just call something. And if they mm-hmm. are, then yeah, you could put a phone number. You know, you can yeah. get a you can get a Twilio number or whatever made up just for this offer. So you just know <laughs> that it gets called and maybe it's a message
0: or whatever. <laughs> I, I actually have one of those. I set it up because, you know, Twilio, you can set up like um, the touch tone um, mm-hmm. auto messaging thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So it
0: sounds like like if you call products product owner, it sounds like it's like this giant corporation, but really it just hey, like man. goes to my personal phone. Yeah. <laughs> See, awesome.
1: So yeah, you can do that and be like, sorry, we don't, we can't, we're, we're at capacity right now. But if you leave like this <laughs> You know, it could also be like, if it's one of those number, they can text also, you could just say, or text this code mm-hmm. as also, and we'll, we'll like set up a time, you know, or something like that. So you could do it again. It's like, meet them where they are, right? Like what are, what are the ways they like to communicate best? Right. Mm-hmm. So you can leave all those, you can have the details on the bottom. Like I'm looking to at this one ad in here. It's like, we want to hear from you and it's like, Facebook, Twitter, like Instagram, they have all the icons, but probably Mm. wouldn't do that. I I would suspect like they're probably not big social media people, No, (laughs) but having having a number to text and having a phone number and you can be like text call or whatever here. And, you know, you could use this code. So that also makes it like, you know, seem a little more legit uh, or, and also like, if you want to just visit the site, like here's a QR code and the website address. Mm -hmm. So just, you can hit all those things and those could all be on the bottom, right? It doesn't, I think at this point you're less worried about the traditional landing page, only one call to action. I think you just want to be like, okay, I'm interested now, which is the most convenient way that I care to communicate with you? And is that there?
0: Yeah. Um, And like, do you think that on that landing page, it would make sense to already then try to like offer the free trial to them? Or do you think that they kind of need to go through an additional step?
1: I don't know. Honestly, it's, it's a, for me, it's just like, what is the most logical step? Like, you know, how they also say with like writing, writing articles, or even, you know, pitching, pitching a sales Mm -hmm. thing, it's like, get to the next call, right? So like, (laughs) what is the most natural progression for this? You know, are they a I want to try it person? Like, you know, you would know developers would be like, okay, yeah, I'll download that Git packet. I'll, I'll like take a look at that or whatever. Or I do want to get on a call or I do want to try it. Maybe they are like, oh, I'm, yeah. Here's the thing the other part is, is that person the user of the service? Right. Like, if it's the owner, they're probably not going to want to start the trial because they're going to want to bring it into Joe pricing to like do it. Right. So Hmm.
0: a lot of, a lot of owners do their own pricing
1: Um,
0: or they, or they like, it's like a top down approach um, Mm -hmm. where they, they push to the pricing people. I think that the owner actually would be a good person to get on the free trial. Okay. Um, But maybe, maybe what make the most sense is like you said, just have multiple calls to action, right? Like, you know, want to, want to get on a call and we'll talk about this. Like, here's here's the way to set that up or you want to start a free trial you know enter your into fr- your credit card here and get started
1: it depends like if they're used to that thing like i'm mm. used to, like i hate putting my credit card in right so like <laughs> it just feels i think the biggest thing is you you want the lowest lift mm. that you have a way to loop back to them right so yeah. i would definitely probably say not anything regarding a credit card but Maybe it's like a, Hey, maybe the simple thing is just put your, put your email address and your zip code
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and like, we'll send you a free report.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's like the
1: lowest lift, right? You got some captured information and if you get no one to fill out, you don't worry about, but if you could just run the reports manually and send it to them and then, and then it's like, it starts the conversation and you you can send it from your email. Be like, Hey, here's your free report. By the way, I'm Nate. Like, mm-hmm. like, let me know what you think, like, and it starts a dialogue. And that's really what you want to do. And if they come in through the other channels, like call you or text you, that's fine. Yeah. But on that landing page, if they are that introverted person that doesn't want to talk to someone, like, you need to have that. And the only other thing I would add is like on that page, have that. And at the worst, I mean, that's, a, that's the seriously lowest lift possible, I think is like, email address and zip code for you is probably like Mm -hmm. really key information. Just, I mean, that's like get a free report, you know, or click here to start a trial and that could just take them to the homepage and do that. But honestly, I'd try to just angle everything towards getting their email address and, and uh, if they're really interested, they'll be like, okay, yeah, I just want to try. They'll click around, they'll go to the homepage, they'll start it themselves. But yeah, you want to make sure like, you know, probably like 20% of the people that are twenty, at least 20% of the people on your page are doing that, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I think this, this has got me uh, thinking in the right direction. I think there's lots of, uh, lots to do here. Like I like the, um, I, I like the initial, like we're, we're trying to agitate them on the pricing, you know, your pricing isn't, isn't good. It's not competitive mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then trying to like, kind of summarize what it is and then get them over to the landing page on the landing page get them like a, do a recap from the magazine ad do a the call to action would be like get a free report or start a free trial or get on a call right and for any of those things you need an email address and a zip and a postal code as we call them up here in Canada.
1: (laughs) The only thing I'd add to the ad, which I think could be kind of cool if you had it, is if you did have some sort of testimonial, Mm. like some sort of social proof on the ad, like even if it's a little bubble of another guy, like XYZ hardware store and be like, and that's where you can double up on the things, like some of the descriptions that didn't fit or easier to put in someone else's mouth. Like, hey, this saved me five hours a week, plus da-da-da-da. Like, if you what? had a quote and a person's face, it's just a little bit of trust that this is like, yeah, these are our words, and then here's someone else's words, and it just gives you another angle and a, and a trust validation thing to go with it, and it could just be in the bottom corner, right? It's just okay. kind of like a like a, a visual, like, okay, I see these. Oh, cool. Hey, that's interesting. Like, And it just helps connect the dots as well.
0: Okay, so I don't have any anybody like that yet. I can try for, I have like, I have like one person I could probably get that from at this point. Um, would, would it be, wh- what do you think of doing a, um, something like a hardware store owner and we saved, you know, 20 hours for a hardware store owner in Calgary last month. Right. And that way I, cause I have a free trial person who we have done that for, but that person probably isn't ready to attach their name to it yet. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would be a net positive or would that be kind of distracting?
1: Uh, well, I would also try to keep it on if you can keep it to your messaging, like to your mm. core agitation messaging, it would be better to have it on that. It, if it was doubled up, that'd be fine too. It's just like like I feel like my price, you know, if there was a line for that, like I feel like my pricing is good. <laughs> <or> whatever. <laughs> right. Or I mean, if at the worst it's something that isn't but the best ones just sort of like nail that messaging home right like just just give you that third party point of view but if you don't have that that's fine i think i think if you had you could i I probably wouldn't turn that one into a testimony it could just be like you know you know x hardware store saved x out like that's fine that's if you didn't have anything else so i think that's still like a way of putting words in someone else's mouth, but it's still just a a validation or a proof point. So I think Mm -hmm. that'd still be better than nothing. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Cool, cool, cool. um, But if it wasn't on the hours, I could see it being something like, yeah, like this sped up our process and I just like, we feel, even if it's something like, you know, we feel, you know, 10 times more confident, that our pricing is right our pricing is good you know so like right. something just about anecdotally my confidence is higher is even saying something to
0: that line right confidence but like what i could what i do have is like the number uh like the um the number of tips that we gave this person or the right like right that i mean
1: i made like 20 price adjustments that i would have never seen before you know i wouldn't have even known to do what something like that yeah yeah yeah. Numbers are good with any of those, like having a number, like how many adjustments they made that they wouldn't have mm-hmm. otherwise done hours saved, like just 110% more confident, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Totally. Cool. This is fun. This was not, I'm sure it's not our typical SAS thing of like talking about this, but I mean, offline, I always find is like interesting as they, as it bridges the gap between offline and online and kind of mm-hmm. just twists the thinking of like, it's easy to just get stuck in our own echo chambers of like, who's going to visit this landing page is coming from an ad or it's coming from mm-hmm. this, like who's going to visit my homepage, but this was fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we realize how good we have it online sometimes <laughs> like AB testing and all that sort of stuff
1: right you're talking about like material costs like on this thing is like oh yeah you have to pay for the placement of the ad and you have to pay for the paper what (laughs) and the print (laughs) costs and oh you need color that's extra
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) real world costs oh man cool well this was fun josh cool all right well talk to you next time we'll see you later bye all right Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with a friend. We're new to this podcasting thing, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at searching for SAS on Twitter. That's searching the number four SAS, or send an email to searching for SAS at gmail.com. See you next week.